the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. By the way, I gotta put it in for you. The sick days, Alice. Okay. Okay. Remind me of that. I'll remind you that. Two for those um, people who also listen to my show on WTIC. I will be back tomorrow. I was unable to speak today again. We've, we've been battling, you know. It's, it's been bad. But yeah. So I think but, we're on an upswing. I think. A nice ride into Boston today to Odyssey headquarters. There. Well, not the headquarters. Very nice. The cluster. Yeah, they, they downgraded. They were used to be at uh, 20 guests. I don't think they're there at all anymore. I don't think, unless hmm. it's all sales there now. But uh, they're down the street now, or Magic One. Not where Magic One. It doesn't matter. Where, somebody, where ZLX used to be 20 years ago when I worked there. Um, uh, and um, Boston, that area is remarkable. I was The area was so, because I used to work down there at Intercom with WRKO. You know, during all of my lunches, I would take walks down to, um, like, Western Ave, et cetera, and, and eat and, and all sorts of things. And I was just so intimately familiar with every street. And now it's totally been redone. It's totally another part of the big city now. It's just amazing. Yeah, like, I was saying we should take the kids in on the train one of these days. Hogan's Run is gone. Do you know what Hogan's Run is, Alice? No. It was a great dive bar. I should have guessed that just from who I was talking to. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It, great. That's just a piece. All gone. It's all built up around there. It's just crazy. But I did enjoy seeing Boston. That's neither here nor there. All right. Let's get right to it. I am very pleased with today's news cycle. I want to start out with, or I'm going to start with Fanny Willis because she is. Is it Fanny or Fanny? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be uh, inmate number something <laughs> soon. She is. My only regret is that. Let me tell you this, Alice. Mm -hmm. If she looked like Dua Lipa, I would be down there... um, Proposing to her? Certainly proposing, but (laughs) like uh, supporting her loudly. But she doesn't, unfortunately. So she is a criminal. All right. Let's start with some of this uh, Fannie Willis stuff. She's in court. Obviously, she's the, um, the district attorney who's brought all the RICO charges versus Trump. He tried to steal the Georgia election or whatever. She's the one who's been having sex with the prosecutor who she hired and then paid state tax money to, who then would spend it on her when they went to getaways to have sex. She um, Since somebody testified today, since at least 2019. Right, which is new, which means both she and the dude perjured themselves. So this is getting 
fantastic. Here's her in court. She's got attitude and sass the whole time. Oh, some. It's a funny thing because only like the absolute worst grifters are pretending that this is like a big win for them. Like Midas Touch, Brooklyn Dad, all the like paid um, online like Twitter shills are being like, yes, Slay Queen. She's like walking all over this dumb like attorney, all this stuff saying and. She said at one point that uh, she had campaign funds stashed away in cash in her house. All these things. But anyway, only like the MSNBC was not pleased with their performance. Okay, don't step on Okay, okay. This organically. Here's funny. But I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know. Well, can I explain why this is relevant? Because. Go ahead. So what they said in order to explain why. She wasn't benefiting from taxpayer money by paying her boyfriend taxpayer funds and then having him take her on nice vacations. He said that she paid him back half for all the trips. And then um, so they asked her, like, well, when did you pay him back in cash? Like, where's the record of these withdrawals and all this stuff? And she said, oh, I keep cash in my house. You know, I've had like ten, fifteen thousand dollars of cash. Which is... um Something so that you would, it's almost disappointing that you would want to go to like her, um, her <coughs> law professors and just like backhand them. Say, this person's a lawyer saying this out loud that she keeps large amounts of cash at the house? I mean, on the one hand, the like libertarian in me is like, yeah, go for it. Is like, she getting tens $10,000? At a time from the bank? Is well, she, she's she, saying she, that so, every time she, she like checks so, out at the so, super... Is she filling out a currency transaction report, Alice? Uh, I would say she's not. She's saying that what she does is like every time she goes to the store, she gets like cash back and then like socks it away until she has right. built up so thousands of dollars. So he runs up dollars. his own business credit cards. Right. She gives him state money. He runs up the business credit cards and she pays him back in, in cash. The cash that's untraceable right. from her house. In theory. But I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house. And I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates. But when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it didn't come out of the bank? Cash is... uh, Fungible. We've had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get fifty dollars, you throw it in there. When it's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept what a what a like total talk about Rico um um you know arrests. This sounds so low level mafioso. It's incredible. Yeah the cash of that like to tell you i just have cash in my house i don't have as much today as i would normally have but i'm building back up now so you just put money in it's a very good practice i would that's for the um warrant when they go looking around advise it to all women so you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash came from i didn't say i couldn't identify it no nobody gives me anything I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is, when did the money go in there? What I am trying to tell you is, so I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And, and no, 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 it's important. You said, where did the money come from? And I need to tell you where the money came from. And so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been 500 or $1,000. At my best days, I probably had $15,000 in my house at Kate cash at all times. Worst days, best days. There's going to be cash in my house or wherever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid Mr. Wade, the cash, in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from. I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. You know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from... I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? Not a what? So it could have come from a, a private job because before I was DA, I was in private practice. So I earned money during that time period that's probably in there. You don't it know could what? have. 
Yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. This is not the stuff. Um... Well, and it's what's interesting is watching like people on the left fall all over themselves trying to explain why this is totally fine. Do you have that MSNBC? Well, I want to get. I'm going to just go in order of what we have. Here's her friend saying that she was having an affair in 2029, 2019. And do you understand it? That their relationship began in 2019 and continued until the last time you spoke with her. Yes. Also, not uh, not good. And then the guy she's with, Wade, talks about his vacation. Do you want me to go to MSNBC first? Well, I want you to go to, go to the MSNBC cut where they said that um, it's um, that she'll be disqualified because she lied to the court. No, I was going to say the the, um, the one about um, where is it? They said that it's totally normal to keep large sums of cash in your house in the black community, and that it's so it's racism to have a problem with it. Oh, th- really? I don't see that one. Um, it's there somewhere. Okay, we'll, we'll get it. We'll hit it when we hit it. Um, because I, I don't want to keep fishing for this. Okay. These things. Um, but anyway, or you have like Sue O'Connell saying, my mother kept a hoard of cash in a lockbox. Oh, is that what that's about? Yes. She's saying it's normal. My mother kept a hoard of cash in a lockbox in the panel of the drop down ceiling. I don't understand why having a lot of cash on your hand, on hand and home is so hard to understand. Unless they're laying the groundwork for some different accusation hashtag funny will always always defaults to the establishment uh corruption uh, why is everybody like so uh, uh, head over heels about this guys any person whose family history is one of instability um, and our uncertainty understands this you said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel though correct yes ma'am okay so this roughly sharing travel you're saying she reimbursed you she did and where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Oh, it was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, you did not. I think he means yes, ma'am. Um, you said in the affidavit. Yeah, let's get down to this. Here's an MSNBC cut. Well, and it's, legal. it's tough because he's in a tough place because if he says she didn't pay him back, then he's in trouble for embezzling her. Well, that and and in his divorce thing, where all this stuff came from, you have to. This could upend his divorce settlement right. too, because he said he didn't spend. If you spend money on your lover then it's you know they can claw that back from you the legalese fool you this is epic this is monumental if things are going in the direction we think uh fonnie willis lied to the court it's game over for her she will be disqualified um if they had a relationship prior to when they uh represented to to the court it's it's a huge deal I, i can't overstate it and do you feel the same way charles based on the testimony of what we just heard and we just learned Nathan Wade, who is the special prosecutor in this case, walked in the courtroom. He is being sworn in to testify now about this issue and his relationship with Fonnie Willis. Let's listen. The legally is the legally is full. You will you. This is. No, that's OK. Let me get to. Uh, some more Fannie Willis. Well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm this not on good. trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question uh, was... Soon enough, Fannie. Do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not... No, no, no. I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review, and I just want to know if she has any That's problem... That's something to do with a witness. Uh, well, see. no, 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 look, I have, but I always have, okay, it's the cash one yeah, to you getting records. You've been intrusive in, okay, Fanny, calm down. Yeah. Son, Catherine, I mean, that was, that's how we knew we were in for something. Um, do you think she's pulled this back? 
I mean, there was, there's been some criticism about Nathaniel Wade and Nathan Wade, the way that he testified. This is the one cagey where in moments, not really being, being able to recall a lot. She's had a very sharp memory. She had an explanation for the cash, which I think raised yeah. a lot of eyebrows. Yes. Why would you be paying back this man in cash? Who uses cash nowadays? I Has she been credible? I thought that was compelling part of it. And there's lots of personal details about her life and how she lived. There were places where she drew the line. For example, not wanting to talk about where her daughter lives right now. Mm-hmm. But the testimony on the whole was calmer than I expected it to be when she first walked in. You were worried. But also incredibly detailed. And I thought her portrayal of why it is that she pays for things in cash and has lots of cash on hand. When you're a woman, you have to bring cash on a date to protect yourself. Woof. And was very compelling. Basically, it was a life lesson she learned from her father and then sort of joked about the way that she was raised by that old black man, as she referred to him. Yeah, and Catherine Christian... (laughs) If you want to look not at the salacious part of this, but at the legal part of this, which is whether or not she financially benefited from the hiring of Nathan Wade to be the special prosecutor, did you find her credible? Yes, and the defense oversold this. There was no evidence other than the woman who is a former friend and a former employee. That's their evidence. And anyone who has an elderly black parent or elderly black people in life know it's about keeping cash because you never know when you're going to need it. So she's been very credible. <laughs> That's great. I hope they stick to that. Absolutely. Well, and it's interesting because like I say, the libertarian in me kind of likes it. Like, what business is it of anybody's? I need to be untraceable at all times. Like, yeah, if I had 15,000 spare dollars, I might keep it in cash in my house too. But like at the same time, it definitely doesn't uh, add a lot of credibility to your story well, that you paid back you everything might- about these trips. And if you're interested in avoiding the appearance of impropriety then you would keep receipts like contemporaneous receipts of the transactions say i paid him back at this time because i mean think about like brett kavanaugh with his diary from his high school years that he was able to show where he was so yes and you and i talked about we used to talk about over the years how we're so busy that if we were going to have an affair we would need almost need each other's help right but you know, I when I worked at the Herald, we would we would workshop this, like me and friends, and even me and you. And I thought, like, if I was going to have an affair, I would one need to start get, having cash mm-hmm. because I can't have I can't have a separate credit card. It's just I can't count on oh, that. Yeah. I would have to be having a reason to be getting cash. So how could I get a paid out or petty cash from my work every week? Or, or like she's have, saying, uh, like every time yeah, you do a transaction, right. get cash back and just right. siphon it away. Right. But the only like, and I don't have cash. The only reason I would ever have needed cash and I would need, you know, uh, you know, a a place to be, you know, oh, got to go down to that meeting, you know, every Thursday. Right. But like the getting cash would be the first thing that you'd have to do. You have cash on hand <clears throat> to hide shady stuff. That's yeah. what you do. Because you're not going to you're not going to Venmo for drugs in rooms to have sex with, etc. Now you might use cash when you're having an illicit affair to pay for a room in cash, maybe, mm-hmm. or just to pay somebody off. Or I mean, they had a they had a money racket going, so you know I can't imagine. I mean, we'll talk about this when it happens. She hires this guy. She pays him well for a job he's not ready for. There's no way she's not getting a piece. Of course. Of this, obviously. And not just hotel rooms and sex and dinners. If she's somebody who truly is saying, <clears throat> is going to say, you will find cash around me, well, there's a reason. Give me the time period. <coughs> Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever visited <coughs> you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear because you've lied. Sorry. Was, this, let me tell you which one you lied in right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth, Judge. And this it, it, it is a lie. It is gonna, a lie. Right, Ms. Willis? You see. Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. I love it. Love it. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't, just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're going to get $1,000. Whatever G. it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him the money back. Isn't it? And then- Amazing. Yeah. Basically, you know, she's also screwing him. Of course. Big time. Because she's, she's got all the plausible deniability in the world. Yeah, he told me to give him this much money, and I, so I did. Uh, uh, whatever. 
Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, this this has been a bombshell, and it was a slow, a sort of a slow uh, burn, CNN, but um, if, you, if you parse the language, huge, huge issues here. And I want to be really clear. This is not about a relationship between two consenting adults. This has nothing to do with that. It's about lying to the court. It's about potential financial gain on the part of Fannie Willis. And not, not even so much. That That's a second, that takes the back seat here. The issue is that her credibility is shot. Um, just as Anthony was saying, if she lied to the court, she submitted something to the court that she knew was false and inaccurate, what else was she lying about? It's a horrible, horrible look for her. I think this case is dead in the water. I love it. I hope it's not quite dead in the water yet. I want this. I want this. County that, that was paid. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about outside of that. Did you ever pay him anything other than cash? I've only given cash a few times in, in the course of what we're talking about. So you never if we would go to dinner, let, him, let her finish her answers. If we would go to dinner, I wouldn't give him <laughs> cash because he paid for dinner or I paid for dinner. I've given him cash only a few times in life, probably four. Probably the most money I've ever handed him is $2,500. The least amount of money I've handed him, probably between $500 and $1,000. You never wrote him a check? Ma'am, I don't have checks. Okay. Um, so you have no proof of any reimbursement for any of these things because it was all cash, right? The testimony of one witness is enough to prove a fact. So my question was, do you have I'm any lying proof? To you? Is that what you're intimating right here? I'm asking if you have any proof that you paid for any I mean, of these The money. proof is what I just told you. You have no written proof. Is that correct? So I have some, um, probably some transactions like in Belize. I probably spent $500 on my card uh, in Belize. I spent... 800, I can't remember, 900 bucks on each of our tickets to go to Belize. Fantastic. Anytime you hear the word Belize, oh, that's a good sign. Right. But like Michael Beschloss loves her. Oh, to still? He's been quoting her all day during the testimony. This is down the middle, nonpartisan historian. He's Michael a historian. Beschloss. He has funny Willis. I am not going to emasculate a black man. What a big pussy he is. Funny Willis, a man is a plan, not a plan. A man is a companion. He's like in love. He's retweeting stuff about it, too. Look out for Michael Beschloss, ladies. I'm just saying. Any guy who's saying that kind of thing. He retweeted somebody saying, I'm not surprised at the cash line of questioning. I'm also not surprised that the cash explanation D.A. Willis replied with, you're not going to get funny this easily. Did she say that? Oh, no, he, she, okay, I see. This is, he retweeted a gentleman named Charles Coleman Jr., an MSNBC legal analyst. Uh, You're not going to get funny this easily. Michael Beschloss is one of these guys where Trump did us a service. Right. Just to show us that this man is absolutely raving insane. Much less cash that time, probably four or $500, and then I paid for uh, a bunch of stuff. I think we did two different wine tours that you do, which are pretty expensive. Um, I think I bought him. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to That's be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. Um, I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there and the sippings that you do. I, I can't remember how many, like four or five different places you go. I remember we went to um, to this place that they do pairings. Um, that was the most expensive thing that I think that we did while we were there. I'm sorry, but you... You get these diversity hires and give them power and influence immediately, and immediately to the wine tasting. It's like, can you wait five seconds? I know, immediately to the most pretentious thing you can do. I mean, what was the what was the the mafia movie where the guy got in trouble for buying a new car? It's like maybe it was Goodfellas. It's like, calm down. You're now in the rackets. Take it easy. Yeah. It's like, don't be like. Don't give the middle finger to law enforcement. God. So they would pair, uh, they would pair uh, champagne, chocolate, and champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was a three, and it was like three different things: Sweden, wow. Russia, someplace else. I'll make that up. But um, that that was the most expensive thing we did that trip, and I paid for, I paid for that. You pay cash for us doing that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I. But I much less. For us doing that? Oh, man. 
That is, uh, that is great. Is this another one where he gets... I'm asking you to go through a thousand pages of records. I'm asking if you remember paying for a cabin six months ago in Tennessee. No. You remember booking a cabin? I booked lots of cabins. I've, I book lots of cabins. Beautiful. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. guy is so effed it's incredible these this is so wonderful so wonderful this is a long time to answer that question yeah presumably it's not that hard i mean if they ask you specific date frames and stuff i could see why you have to think back but if they say have you ever been to a cabin with this woman that you're sleeping with that should be like you should know whether or not you went to a cabin with them no okay do i want to be able to get out of this and then get screwed in the divorce or seal up the divorce and be effed for this he knows either way it's bad he's thinking like what how does this disaster end for me no. You've never gone to a cabin with this. No. Um. Uh oh. Have you ever gone to Tennessee with Miss Willis? Yes. Okay. When was that? That was around twenty twenty two, early twenty twenty two. Early twenty twenty two. Okay. It was a. Uh, it was a, a, a he's going to give a detail about the trip that doesn't matter day trip um okay so you didn't spend we the night were, so it was a day trip okay. we would drive there have lunch drive back um the reason we would do that is because the Attention! She couldn't get any peace of mind going locally, so we'd get in my car and and drive to some place off the beat path and have lunch and drive back. Asking you to go. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Okay, so that. we had okay. Uh, more fanny. Point where Miss Willis should be treated. I think well, we. Have I very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be. Not here. so much that you're hostile, Miss Willis, would be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Miss Merchants. Thank Ms. Merchants' interests are, per- are contra- contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. Right. Oh, she's a hero because Trump yeah. tried to steal the election. Yeah. Do you have the? Um, are you down to? Mr. Wade was actually my first choice. The people I'm, you think I'm on trial? These people are on trial. That one. Uh, no. Let me do this one first. The, okay. the prosecution team had a personal relationship with you. So is that correct? That's inaccurate. Your your question is inaccurate. What? Because you you stated that the person I chose, we had a personal relationship. So we had a friendship. We have to. We have all these distinguishing factors. Remember when I chose him in November of twenty one. First of all, let's get this straight. Mr. Wade was not actually my first choice. That's no insult to him. Honor, no, 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 it is. You, because of the way you phrased the question, you said, when I chose him, I didn't inform people of a personal relationship. We have defined personal as romantic. It is an inaccurate way to state the question. Then I will as, certainly restate it so it is very accurate. Okay, and please do not yell at me. The, the pro- oh, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. Suddenly, he's changing it. She files her financial declarations. Same thing. The subpoena. Miss Mersion has called her as the next witness. Um, all right. So that was it. Just the argument. No testimony. Right. I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with the court on Monday. And um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued. But since it did, here I am. Great. Great. Um, so let's. Talk about first. Let's just talk about what you did in preparation for today. Um, did you meet with Mr. Wade at all? Once the mo- once the motion was filed, did you meet with Mr. Wade and talk to him about 
the motion that I filed to disqualify you. On January, this first January motion? Yes. I don't know if you can say talked about. Um, I probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest within this motion. So I don't know that it was a conversation. As you know, Mr. Wade is a Southern gentleman. Uh -huh. Me, not so much. Ooh. Ugh. But this is working on some dumb people on the left. This one woman, uh, Reese Colbert, Reese Colbert, who uh, hosts apparently a serious XM show. Oh, yeah. Um, she tweeted out that uh, Fonnie Willis is mopping the floor with home skillet. That's great. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. Love it. That's what I said. I'll let you. Next question, Mr. Stato. If you need to clarify. Want to say one more? The romantic relationship ended before the indictment was returned. Yes or no? To a man, yes. Well, to a man, yes. To you, no. She, she's explained this, right. Mr. Sado. She's explained this. <laughs> and did the and the did the forthcoming indictment have anything to do with that, Ooh. or was it just a coincidence? <clears throat> Mister, let's go on and have the conversation. I'm just asking you whether or not it was a coincidence. Had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship psycho which is why i was give him his money back i don't need anybody to foot my bills the only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy and a taxpayer is there anything else you would like to add to that no sure but i'm sure we'll talk about it further no we're not gonna talk about it further I all right no back in okay She's winking. Her winking at the lawyer. Okay. Maybe I do like her. So, um, you and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. And I think in one of your motions, you tried to implicate and slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him when he taught the class. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves, who is a judge. Me and her were just having a conversation. Mr. Wade walks up and they hug each other. They have some brief conversation. She introduces us. Well, I'm, I'm never objective. We kind of thought that you asked a question, you didn't ask me a question. Not a speech, so I objected to speech. I agree, I'm able to explain my answers. I believe you did with this one, right? Next. Ms. Merchant, that's okay. I can handle it as well, so I'll ask you to listen to the answer, or excuse me, the question and keep the answers confined to the questions as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on uh, when the state is well, able to respond. it's highly offensive lives. when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they try to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to you. Oh, my goodness. Wait, raving the flag. Uh, okay. It might be just about it. I mean, there's another thing. I am surprised. Uh, I'm surprised that... that why lefties why are you defending everybody just because yeah, don't tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts good news ad free listening is available on amazon music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your prime membership stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the amazon music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free that's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Die on this hill. Don't die on this hill. Really. She's terrible. And you're only going to regret going out on a limb for this lady. How did, I mean, like, do leftists, like, turn off their shadiness detectors? Yes. Yes. I mean, did, did, I mean, just remember the guy that, that liked Avenatti? Right. They loved Avenatti. They had him, like, staying over at CNN. They loved the dude who was stealing women's clothing in the airport. Yes. They, like, don't have any red flags that go up for them with people like that. No. All right. What's the latest on the diaper spa, Albie? The diaper spa... Uh, diaper spa lady had not realized that she had to get a business license to run a business in her residential property. You know, those are the types of businesses generally when people run are allowed to run businesses from their home. They're like, you're giving piano lessons or you're like baking cookies and selling them. You know, they're not, you don't tend to be in residential zoned areas allowed to like put up a storefront for something. Exactly. A storefront, and not only this was going to be a bed and breakfast, a massage parlor, a diaper changing right. facility. It was going to be all sorts of so things. So this ended up, once media attention got on it, in front of the zoning board in Atkinson, New Hampshire. And um, they had some stuff to say to her. They denied her uh, a, a, a application for a business license. You know, this town, when we went to it, to, to visit it, and we yeah. visited this place, the diaper spa, um, it was. It seemed to be a very Trumpy town, and this zoning board. Maybe this is a zoning board thing. You would know better than me. Mm-hmm. Seems these guys seem like well, they might be Trump voters. It was almost like to me refreshing to see a town board because we've seen of late so many um, like town board meetings and stuff run by total lunatics and psychos making insane decisions, and these people seemed like seemed like so normal. And right out of the gate, I see inconsistencies with your application that you're going to need to address. For me, I wonder why you change your website uh, and your business description so many times. She was taking stuff off that was getting media attention, like saying that she was going to take the people to the playground that was four minutes away. She removed that from the business website. Other things. I understand that uh, you just recently changed it again. And I don't believe that any of the versions are consistent with your application. Uh, I wonder what the true intent of the business is. And I wonder if you are a therapist or a mental health therapist, I ask why, and this is me asking hypothetically, why you use the word, the the name, AKA Diaper Spa. I just know personally if I was looking for help, uh, I don't think that's what I'd Google or look up. So these are just two questions that I believe need to be clarified. So with that said, I'm telling you now, you have, the way I see it, three options. You continue with this hearing as you planned. Uh, you can ask for a continuance so you can get these facts in order for your application, or you can ask to withdraw without prejudice, which with your pleasure. I'm happy to answer your question, sir. To proceed. Okay, welcome. And please give us your presentation. Um, did you want me to answer your questions first? or? Uh, it's, it's questions that are out there. So I just, yeah, in your presentation, they need to be addressed. And you can order, answer them any order you'd like. Thank you. Um, I'm submitting a formal request for home occupation at my home address, 23 Pope Road. Um, speak up, please. We can't hear. We can't hear anything. You're going to have to speak up. In compliance with Section 450.2 of the Zoning Ordinances, my proposed home occupation um, operating under under my name satisfies the following criteria. It occupies less than 20% of the space. It does not involve a multifamily dwelling, requires no employees, ensures no visible presence or equipment or materials outside. In her defense, there's not a microphone in front of her. I mean, there's table mics for everybody else. Right. Um Mark in the chat who uh, makes his living covering a lot of local board stuff says that um, zoning board members tend to be sane, practical people. Oh, that's interesting. I am a counselor. Um, I'm an ordained minister and can perform counseling under those services. And also 100% of my counseling services are provided remotely. Very comfortable. We're going to talk about the ordained minister set (laughs) at some point as well. 
What, what's your name? I am. Okay. Now we'll continue. That's my summary of the legal notice from this. Um... It's if they're dangerous to the comfort, peace, enjoyment, health, and safety of the community or, or lending to d its disturbance or annoyance. Again, I think any reasonable person, uh, given the international media attention now, given all the discussion that's the online Girl now about people looking this. forward to come and visit in this, uh, to me, this is not a home occupation uh, that would that would be in the spirit of the ordinance. Uh, and in addition to that, as I mentioned, the 20% usage of the house when you're talking about BMB, whether it's one night, I mean, you're talking $1,500, I think, so I can't imagine. It, it, well, food, right. massage, right now, all well, the things that you've listed in your site. One of the things that she listed in her site was the diaper changing. That guy did ask about the diaper changing. Let me find this here. Well, uh, right. And all these on, things, this is why you have zoning boards. because uh, Massages, talking about changing diapers. Who's changing the diapers? I changed the diapers. Okay. Go ahead. Um, this is why you have zoning boards, because you're not allowed to, like, run businesses out of your house that, like, handle feces and stuff. And, you right. know, well, and, and you're not allowed to run kitchens where you sell food to people well, out of your house without getting, like, certifications and letting them inspect your kitchen and other stuff. Which, you know, I know some people who are more libertarian-ish than me think is BS. I think probably requiring people to have licenses to massage people is probably bs slightly but you know but that's the rules and everybody well, else is following uh, them well that's the rules but it's also you know it's a wink wink for what's really happening in there um but like when we're up in like we say horse country and people sell eggs in home jarred goods all over the place here without a permit so like to a degree it is happening here it's all in the honor system but it's like that's what this that's what this town does. So we're in agreement. Like this town doesn't want to have on non-zoned properties be businesses if they don't have parking, which also makes sense. And that's responsible zoning board stuff because in the town that we're at, it's okay. It, 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 Alice's yeah. consumption is uh, uh, no. I definitely have pneumonia. Like we have the in this town, you would need parking places because we have one street in and out, really. Right. So let's pop back in. Combined, and, and there's actually case law on this. Um, I believe it's full of brush versus. Okay, let me. We're correct. Gross building space. Just we're not sure what that means. Gross building space. I believe when I talk. Public asking of this Thank town. you so much. Then the traffic has increased. I understand that, but the, the cars actually park and idle there for like half hour or so. In front of your house? And right, I, I'm looking. Like us, Alice. Yeah, we went like there the and bothered the neighborhood. Right across the park and yeah. they're right coming out of Settlers Ridge. That okay. And they park right there and the headlights are on and then they turn off after a half hour or so. They turn off and go towards. What do you think they're right. doing? Evidently, they're not doing business at, at night. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Psychiatry and neurology in Boston and vicinity for many years. And you're yes. a direct about it? Oh, I thought the direct abutters aren't over. No, we're still in the general oh, so vicinity there, the oh. neighborhood. I'm yes. sorry. My name is Paul Levick. I live at uh, 23 Pope Road. That's right. Thanks, um, I'd like no, to address. No, he's our, the co homeowner. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. I think 23 Pope Road. Yeah, you're right. Track. A couple of things here. Uh, one is the traffic. There is there is a lot of traffic, and there wasn't before. That traffic isn't for Colleen. That traffic was from a, a media spot. It started from um, it, it started from an article in the Eagle Tribune, which probably most people read online. Um, there are a lot of things online. Most of the things in that article, um, there were some facts. Uh, there was a lot of opinion a lot of people what is this guy's deal yeah who's the co-homeowner with the diaper spa yeah that's a weird one connecting dots from other things they wrote on the internet <laughs> of course it's a salacious article that's what sells that's exactly. why we and have we get that we do and that's my question originally was the concern about the inconsistencies from the applicant so uh, Believe me, the board, uh, I, Bob's been
been jumping on it, but most the three, the other four of us haven't really talked about social media or anything like that, or the or the Tribune or, or any of the national news. Um, Megan Kelly spoke about it, and you don't get more national than that. And the fact that he that knows that part, tells you, yeah. Where the concern here is neighborhood safety, change in character, and inconsistencies. So we need to focus on that as the applicant. Okay. Um, so I think a lot of people think that Colleen wanted this media attention, that she started this media attention, Not the that it helps her business. Again, I'm going to interrupt you. I, I don't understand the, sp the, the diaper spa title. And it just seems to be a, a, a um, you know, publicity grab. That's what it. That's what it appears to be. It's the wrong public, however. Okay. That that term makes sense for the people that are seeking that service, and that service is a very rare service. Okay. It's not something that anybody here would probably care about. It's not something that anybody here has ever actually seen. You're um, right. Well said. And That's why we're having this here. And as far as, like, I've read a lot of things on the internet, too, about people saying they see grown people in diapers running around. I live there and I have not seen that. There's, there's a lot out there that's just not true, and I hope that we don't make a decision based on things we read on the internet, uh, but rather the facts. It's her we, website. Can I just ask a question? Yeah, and she yes. changed it. She took the stuff down. What? She changed it. She took stuff down. Yes. Plus, and... My children have Can you say your life. name, please? My name is Lindsay. Why don't you come on up? Hello. Hello um, I'm just going to start by saying I'm not a resident of Atkinson. However, so your mom my, is. My mom and is. you're speaking for your mom. I mean, I didn't ask to speak for her, but my children have spent a lot of time at 25 Pope Road, the 55-plus community. I am an avid, as well as my teenage daughter, um, advocate against child abuse in the state of New Hampshire. And there have been some comments said... And um, I have to agree with them, because what about the people that aren't on the sex offender registry list yet? Because I can tell you that I'm currently, I'm advocating in a case where the man has been indicted three times. He's 22 years old, mentally incompetent, okay? He's now indicted a fourth time. Never spent a day in jail, and he's not on a list. Right. Okay? That's the problem in New Hampshire. We do not have a high percentage of our incarceration or people going on a list for sexual offenses. So unfortunately, because of our RSA and because of the way things go, we are not going to be able to be confident that children walking around that neighborhood, going to the park, playing games, having birthday parties at that park. I don't know how many people go there, but on the weekends during the summer, there are birthday parties there, ball games there, families. It, there's so much stuff going on there. Sorry I'm shaking. Um, no, we understand. But I can tell you, my children will not go to that property because I understand the truth behind how many people are really on the registry versus how many offenders we really have. And if you need statistics, um, Janet Al-Sayed is a Miss New Hampshire candidate. She's at Rockingham County, and she has a wonderful platform against um, child abuse. And I can tell you that, um, I forget the name of it now, Miss New Hampshire representative, you trust the... Now, of course, the left is going to claim that everybody who's worried about child abuse is like a QAnon psycho right. because they're trying to make being worried about child abuse right-wing coded for some reason. Yes, of course. Of course. So, I mean, that's basically, I mean, I, I don't I don't want to hit people with more public comments here. That'll do it, right? Yeah. So, but she got denied, at least. She got denied. She has 30 days to appeal. Days it to appeal. seems to me the zoning board has got her number a bit. I mean, it is starkly residential. Unless she gets, like, a lawyer involved or It's something. starkly residential. There's nothing commercial about anything around it. The house is a house. It's not like a house with a big retail space window. It would... It would be odd if you saw any professional sign, like even a lawyer plaque in front. It's right. very residential, that, that area. Well, and like he says in the meeting, he's like, if you were just doing online services with your computer, like counseling people over Zoom, you wouldn't be in here at this meeting right now. Exactly. 
Like the problem is that you're bringing adults that get off on wearing diapers and changing their diapers at your house and saying that you're going to bring them to the playground where the kids are. Or no, maybe not. I definitely wasn't going to bring them to the playground. But like, obviously, that was her original intention. Well, right. Well, there's two. She's got two challenges. One, if it were a non-diaper but normal day spa, that would be a very tough area to have that kind of business. Especially with a right. bed and Although breakfast. Although people do do massage out of their houses. Although with a, bed and, with a bed and breakfast as well. They, there's, there are simply too many amenities offered. And right. two, it's all whacked out, sexualized stuff. Well, right. And she said during this meeting that nothing about it's sexual and there's no, there's no sexual contact and all this stuff and that that's a misconception. But she has in her own blog posts like BDSM hashtags and stuff and right. is talking about boundaries and consent. And like... You're dealing with adult people's private parts. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's the problem. Like, uh, yeah. Um, we shouldn't. At some point, we should get back to this uh, this special alert with the Russians. But it's basically, they've got satellites that can. I know you shoot. want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it. We'll, we'll do it other. Basically, they get satellites that can shoot nukes at other satellites, and this would be very damaging for American satellites, which would be a huge <coughs> economic blow because everything's. Done via satellite. Um, and the the Russians are working on this, or they have it, whatever. It would be apparently the Congress has known about it for a month already, and the White House is, knows about it. They've been briefing people. Um, we can get into it a little bit later. It's kind of interesting, like just the uh, how it works and how what the radiation would do. Essentially, the radiation would be be the biggest problem, and it would degrade all these other satellites. And these a lot of these satellites go in the same geosynchronous huh. orbit. Huh. Um, and they would drive through essentially this toxic dust, and they'd all sounds be- like a job for the space force. My goodness, <clears throat> it does. What's the other thing else? The other thing that we wanted to get to, we wanted to talk a little bit about the gun control push. Of course, this is coming out of the Chiefs Parade in Kansas City, where twenty-two-ish um, people were shot. A bunch of them kids. They're saying they ranged in age from five to sixteen that were admitted to the Children's Hospital. Um, so now the left is doing their whole big thing about long guns. I haven't seen anything about the type of guns used in this altercation, but given that they're saying that it arose from a dispute, there's three people under arrest, two of whom are minors. Um, and they're saying it arose from a dispute and you have like Axelrod tweeting, why are teenagers settling their disputes with firearms? Like we need to get rid of the firearms. That's, this isn't like teenager, <sighs> normal, regular teenagers settling their disputes right. with firearms this is i you know the, the well maybe could not because they're juveniles but the rap sheets of at least the person who's not a juvenile are going to come out once they release these names eventually and i can almost guarantee you that it's going to turn out there was quite a lot of other criminal activity involved here of course this mayor like i said he said he's trying to do radical criminal justice reform they're there's a huge problem with crime in yes. a bunch of the Kansas City communities. And there is, um, and it just, you know, crossed into the rest of the community. It's very sad. The woman who died has two kids and stuff. That and, is terrible. Yeah. It's very sad. But it's, I mean, these cities are letting criminals just roam free on the streets. Yeah. So you have a choice because you cannot obviously have a society that has a second amendment and a society that lets criminals roam around and do everything that other people are allowed to do. Right. Yeah. So it's can. it's in, they're incompatible with each other. So because clearly like some places you can have a second amendment, like obviously Vermont is one of the highest firearms per capita state in the country, right? Uh, yes. And and, the, the, and also, because so many people became freaking idiots and participated and, and performed uh, in honor of George Floyd and codified all this so- mm-hmm. social justice BS, a lot of cities are locked into this now. Right. And you did it to yourselves. I'm Right. And it's not, by the way, doing the black community any favors. Of course not. It's not. I mean, this got attention because it was at the Super Bowl parade, so there were a lot of people around and a lot of people who aren't used to being around that type of violence, but probably to the people who were doing it, they are used to being around that. And that's yes. like the real tragedy of the thing is that the other people who live around them have to be around it. Yeah, that is tough. What else we got? Um, is that it? Those are the big things that I wanted to hit for sure. I have a question for you then. Uh, what's the hot sauce? Is no, it's up with you. Oh, it's up with me? Oh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. I didn't even remember. So, um, 
I have now, um, for Valentine's Day, we watched uh, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, mm-hmm. which was one of my all-time favorite rom-coms. Topher Grace, Josh Duhamel, um, and uh, Kate, what's her name? I told us yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did, did you say that she like had lost weight after that and was really pretty? No, she's really pretty anyway. She has one brown eye and one blue eye. Oh, no, okay, that's the star. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought you said, like, maybe the, the co-star. The friend? Yeah. No. I thought that was something we looked into. Kate um, Bosworth, that's her name. Anyway, so, and I didn't realize, because we recently saw Bye Bye Birdie, because our kids were in it, that mm. it's the same plot as Bye Bye Birdie, yes. actually, where, like, the big, important movie star comes, the, the girl wins a date with him, and then, like, the guy who's in her hometown has to like show that he's really the one who loves her after all. So yes, great rom com. That's um, also my supper too, you know. Oh, the well, fact that we watched that. Okay, go for it. And I would say, uh, I not I don't love the millennials thinking they invented anything, and they didn't invent this either. But Josh Duhamel, one, is very handsome. I believe he is absolutely on your yeah. freebie list, right? I don't think any no, he's not on my freebie list. Why? Well Steve Martin's on your freebie list. Are you sick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I makes... like Steve Martin. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah, it, it was a he's a good looking guy and it, it is actually a pretty damn good good movie. You don't see that too often where movies for like dumb girls are like good. But it it has guy humor too. Which mm-hmm. was uh, which is welcome. So I like it. I, and I, the friend is like very cynical and stuff. And yes, I mean it's a lot of this stuff in retrospect is very formulaic to to the time. It's super formulaic, but and the it's Topher comforting. Grace character is just Chandler Bing. It's all Chandler's lines, but um, but I like it. And I also like the Piggly Wiggly. So Alex, what is the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. I don't know if you've seen this on um. On uh, Good Morning America, uh, no, but Sunny Hostin was on there, and she was, oh, I guess pretending to be a legal expert, even though she was a gosh darn uh, clerk, and nobody really gives a hoot what she has to say about yeah. legality stuff. The, <clears throat> the thing is, she's on here talking about um a uh, crime that happened, I think, more than twenty years ago on Cape Cod where a garbage man was arrested and convicted of of uh, rape and murder and she's making a documentary that's the big thing why she's on um Good Morning America she's on on there promoting her um documentary she's making that paints a light that he he he's innocent even though they found his saliva yeah and semen at the crime scene and it <laughs> it just it baffles me. I'm about ninety nine point five percent sure that they got the right guy. Yeah, she's not. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it, it she just, also just was on Finding Your Roots. Yeah, I know, and she's a slaveholder's kid. Yeah, yeah. She turns out she's descended from Spanish slaveholders. My goodness, it's just gross. It's just these these documentaries. Uh, like making a murderer and stuff, where they try to paint that yeah. the um that the, yeah what, what they called real life true crime true crime yeah I I, I could do, I have no real love for them um um and um the sunny host the the view is a bad look at this country and mm-hmm. women voters yeah as a matter of fact it's not they had um let me see if I could find this um. We didn't have this cut. It's it's a few days old. Morgan, by the way, says um, this summer you're going to be smoking weed with him, growing dreadlocks, and starting a band. Uh, depending on the status of my employment, I will not. Start it's within a- the realm of possibility. Yeah, although I'm not a huge weed guy, I did. Um, oh, is this is this Christie? Okay, here's Christy on The View. If Joe Biden had the ratings at 81 that you have, um, it wouldn't be a problem. But 37% approval rating in the country. And the reason for that is all those things you just talked about, which are factually true, um, he can't sell it. 
He's not selling it. He can't sell it. And it's not that Joe Biden never could sell it. I've known Joe Biden for 40 years. He was a really good, effective politician. He isn't anymore. He is not yeah, effective at selling it. He's a manager of the country. No, no, but, but Joy, he manages the country. Being president is more than just that. It's, it's, it's also convincing people. It's convincing they people are not that what so you're pathetic. doing they are not makes sense. Like, I know you can't you take it. You said you were in love with is, him this morning but, during the hot tub. But, but, but it is the truth. Like, look. And it so, so here's, here's, here's a list. Behar is just salty at Christy for saying this. It's so embarrassing it. listening to him like try and explain things to them like they're five. Oh, and she's like, Being oh, shaking her head. Being the president is more than just running the country, right. Joy is saying she's concerned about whether whether Biden can beat Trump. And there are people who are concerned about that. Given that record, there shouldn't be any concern about it. The reason is that people look at him and they say, is he really up to it? Can he really do it? And can he not only do it today, but we're giving him there are five sourpuss faces shaking their heads at him right now. Four year contract to go until he's 86. But when you compare so, him to so Trump, the guy has all these smart people around him. Trump will have every idiot in the country if, in if, his administration. But he's saying that the fear is being unable to convince the public. Yes, but here's the, here, here's the thing about the public. The public, as we know, is quite fickle. The public will go with whatever poll you say or whatever poll you say. Polls come, come and go. What, the, what isn't happening is not that they can't sell it. It's that their, the voice, like they should be here and on MSNBC the way the Republicans are on Fox every four seconds. Right. Yeah. We don't have, in part, we don't have, we don't have the mouthpiece because we don't have the time because we actually got to get stuff done. Uh, <laughs> look. I, I'm sorry, listen, I'm well, in this, I'm well, in all of well, this. Whoopi, look. Yes. Yeah, everyone knows yes. Democrats are not represented in the media at all. Yes, no. They, they, their point of view is never told on, never on, the on cable either. TV, no. I think. We've had Democratic presidents yeah. who have been able to sell it. Okay, Barack Obama had no problem selling it. No, but he, did, but he did not come in behind a moron who drove the country into the garbage can. Let me tell you something I learned a long time ago. Fundamentally, oh, the last president. before this. this is, somebody put this together, so it's edited. But there was another part where they just got so, um, so angry. At Christie, I do want to try to find it because you should hear the how upset they are about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, they're only going to have themselves to blame if they like refuse to hear this beforehand. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I tend to think they're going to have to replace him out before the election, or he's. I mean, I don't know. He could still win because they have ballot initiatives that the Republicans don't have, but. So Robert Hur is going to testify before Congress now, March 12th. He's scheduled um, to talk about his special counsel report. That is fantastic. And it's going to be a public hearing. So we'll see what happens. I assume the Democrats in Congress are going to yell at him, too, for daring to put this in the report. But, yeah. I mean, the ones who are doubling down on it is... Um, uh, Morgan says, I've noticed the right is reactionary and the left is actionary, if that makes sense. Actionary, I don't think it's a word, but I think I get what you're saying, like where the right, the left is proactive and they go out and do stuff and then the right just reacts to it. They never like spontaneously do stuff. Right? I agree. And and I think that's true. That's one of the reasons I know you don't want me to say this, Morgan, but I, this is one of the reasons I like Ron DeSantis is because he put them in Florida on the defensive. Totally. You know, he would go out there and do stuff past things. He went after Disney took away their special status, you know, he did stuff and then waited for them to react to it. So he totally put them on their back foot. Yeah, totally. Totally great. All right, we'll get to the Christie stuff. They just go nuts. I don't want to tick you off. you let you get on with your day. Well, I think they sense he's talking down to them, which he is because they're stupid. Uh, yes, yes. Dr. Cheswick. Hi, folks. Hey. I have a stuffy nose, too. Uh-oh. So I figured I'd leave him voicemail. We want to keep it consistent. So <clears throat> the Biden administration decided they wanted people to um, give stories, word of mouth stories that have been passed down for generations. In uh, lieu of, quote, methodological dogma. Right. 
Right. I. This is Tom. Where's the <laughs> yes. nuke button? No, I know. Can it's... you call somebody and just have them push that red button? I hear you, man. Turn the key. Push the red button, please. This is insanity. There is no one watching the store. Nobody. Yes. No one. With a doddering old man who brings up things on his own and claims that he was asked them repeatedly. Yeah. The inmates are running soon. the asylum. Thank you. He hopes we get better soon. Thank you. Thank Dr. you. We Susan. hope you get better I'm, soon. Too. I'm already there pretty much. Yeah, but it's, I mean, not only does he say, like, they say to me, Joe, like you just said, Dr. Cheswick. But this whole thing with like he, he he's not able to not insert Bo into veterans' deaths, um, you know, appearances, etc. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like I mean, the same, like, shut up, dude. It would be kind of sad because it's sad when people's minds go. But there's a reason why, like, people don't put their older relatives out in situations like that when they can't tell what's going on anymore. Like uh, if Biden, you were where your dad, you would take his keys. Of course. But instead, his whole family is pushing him out there because he's their meal ticket. That's absolutely true. And it's, like, embarrassing and gross. Yes, and you're making liars out of half the country. It's, yeah, Fonnie Willis is fantastic, and Michael Beschloss is the historian, so he knows, you know, extraordinary Americans. He's codifying that, and the same thing Joe Biden is absolutely fantastic. We're seeing history here. He's spry. He's the most most, uh, in-shape mentally president cognitive we've ever had. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Happy Thursday. Hopefully by Sunday, things are better around here. Morgan says I should have zinc. I probably should. It's reminding me of my dad, but I probably should have zinc. But um, anyway, thank you all for listening and for another great week. And um, if you want to join us for live chats and stuff, you can do that at Burn Barrel po- or, sorry, patreon.com slash Burn Barrel. But the podcast is free. You can find places to listen at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.